1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
2: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
3: It's Prediction Week, and we've made our picks for everything from Rookies of the Year, layoff teams, Defensive Player of the Year, everything. This is a big one. Peter, the floor is yours.
4: Thank you, Jamie. As always, a wonderful intro to what I think is one of the most important Awards in all of sports, the MVP award. Year after year after year, we analyze and we decide what it's going to be, and it becomes a horse race throughout the season. of Is this guy the MVP? Is this guy the be, And usually by week 17 or 18, it's unanimous. We know who is going to be the MVP. And in recent years, it's basically been a quarterback award. Mm -hmm. Quarterback wins MVP, and then the skill position player with a bunch of yards wins NFL Offensive Player of the Year. No one ever remembers who the NFL Offensive Player of the Year (laughs) is. It is the Susan Lucci of awards in that, yeah, it's around, but we got to wait and wait and wait, and then finally maybe you win it, and who cares if you do? I am looking at Prediction Week 2023 and see a NFL filled with amazing quarterback play. Justin Herbert's going to be awesome this year. Jalen Hurts, Awesome. You go down the list, Josh Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, all these quarterbacks are gonna be awesome. Mm -hmm. So what if we get a truly, truly, truly unique and special season out of a non-quarterback? Go on. Am I bold enough to pick the first non-quarterback to win MVP in more than 10 years? I think I am. What if his team is the number one seed in his conference? And what if this player does it all for an offense that has a potential question mark at quarterback? Ladies and gentlemen, my MVP for 2023 was the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy, <laughs> was the second running back selected in his draft, and was the runner-up for the NFL Offensive Player of the Year when he had 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving. He might not be in your top 30 in all of your websites for who's going to win MVP, but the most valuable player of the 2023 season is going Yo! to be. Yo! <laughs> Let's go, McCaffrey. go Peter! Ooh! Ooh! McCaffrey!
5: Woo!
4: Boom! McCaffrey! The beautiful I man! The 49ers are the one seed in the NFC. (laughs) And I think McCaffrey is the engine that drives them there. If you're going to win MVP as a running back, you better run for 2,000 yards or go 1,000 and 1,000 with 100 catches. It's all possible for this dude. I've got McCaffrey as the MVP of the league. Despite this being a quarterback award, you have to be that good, Mm -hmm. that historic, Mm -hmm. and I can see it in this offense. You guys said it earlier on the show, Kyle Shanahan's been in the lab. We're talking about a mad genius. Mm-hmm. And he's been drawing up a positionless offense, including Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk. And I think this guy is going to be the man this season. When it's all said and done by the end of the year, it's going to be undeniable. Yes, we love our quarterbacks. They can all go for the Offensive Player of the Year award. MVP mm.
2: McCaffrey. Way to go, Peter. Very good, Peter. Take a MVP, shot.
6: MVP McCaffrey. I like hey, that.
2: Take a shot
6: took a shot. I, I love like it. it. Strake's <laughs> took a shot. He chose his MVP. McCaffrey might obviously get selected for the Offensive Player of the Year because like Strake started out, the MVP is awarded to the quarterback. Mm. That position is the one who wins it and often it's about a quarterback that has a little bit of a storyline going into the season. Something changes. Maybe his team moves up in the first round and drafts a quarterback out of nowhere a la Aaron Rodgers. He goes out there, puts two MVP seasons together. But then maybe it's a guy like Patrick Mahomes last offseason. All we talked about, Tyreek Hill is gone. Mm -hmm. How in the world is Kansas City going to be able to win without him? Patrick Mahomes was like, hey, I got an idea. Just let me cook. He figured it out. The quarterback position, the most important role on the football field. Touch the ball every single play. So look at the quarterback position. You got guys get paid this offseason. You got Lamar Jackson get paid. Mm. We saw the saga that happened with him. Jalen Hurts gets paid. We see Justin Herbert gets paid. Why not have one of these guys get the big paycheck, take the next leap, win MVP, take the entire league by storm? That is why, for me, this season, the MVP will be a guy that we talked about all offseason. What is he going to do? It is a guy that rocks the purple. It is Lamar yeah. Jackson, Yo. MVP of the season, winning <laughs> his second one. There are only 10 players yeah. in NFL history to win multiple wow. MVPs. Lamar Jackson will enter the conversation. There's a lot of young bucks out there that they're just too young for a Randall Cunningham they just missed out on the Michael Vick but you know what You showed up just in time for this guy. Mm -hmm. Remember when he got the tag, but it wasn't exclusive? The next hour, this team, that team, this team, that team, they're all out on Lamar Jackson. Teams with terrible quarterbacks (laughs) didn't even take a look at Lamar Jackson. Well, you know what? He's coming back with a vengeance. He has weapons around him. He has a new offensive coordinator in Todd Munkin, and I cannot wait to see whether it's Zay Flowers, the rookie of the year offensively, or Odell Beckham or Mark Andrews, Guys getting the rock. Hand it off to J.K. Dobbins. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Him and his mom on stage at NFL Honors. I'm here for it. There's your new MVP. Way to go, Jay! Jamie Erdahl, the floor is yours. Take it away.
3: I appreciate it. Now, this is a story all about how my MVP pick turned the NFL upside down. I'd like a few minutes to just hang with me so I can tell you how this guy turned into an MVP. Okay. In East Houston, he was born and raised on the turf where he spent most of his days throwing, training, perfecting his craft, hoping one day he'd make it to the NFL draft. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A couple of college coaches thought he was pretty good, and he started making waves up in Saban's hood. He got benched one little time for Tua, and everyone got scared. But Howie Roseman said, you're coming to Philadelphia. Time to get prepared. Uh Bars. Uh He worked and he worked day after day, and the time finally came to roll out highlight plays. He gave us a wave, and then he gave us a season. This team was his to lead. He just had to put the keys in. Uh Super Bowl appearance? Yo, this ain't bad. Drinking Gatorade out of a champagne glass? Is this what Mahomes living like? This might be all right. But wait, he didn't quite make it to the top of the mountain. Is that the kind of year he would hang his hat on? I don't think so. All right, let's see what I got here. Get back to the grind, get ready for next year. People saying he can't run it back, but just wait and see how to make those wins stack. A quick rise like lightning, but it was only a flash? The front office believes. That's why they gave him the (laughs) cash. When the critics got close, they'd see the Jordans he'd wear. They'd say, if nothing else, this guy is rare air. What do I say? The trophies got a new air. Okay. So we pulled up to the link around 7 or 8, turned and yelled, Yo, Mahomes, smell you later. He looked at his team and said, It's really me. And guys, that's how Jalen Hurts became my MVP. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, yeah! The Phillies new Fresh Prince, my NFL 2023 MVP, Mr. Jalen Hurts. Wow. He's a Kelly the, Green. In the Kelly Green. On this month's cover of Sports Illustrated, of course, which is available now, or you can pick it up at the physical issue or read it on SI.com. <laughs> That's Jalen Hurts. You've jumped me on it. You said she went down and saw him at training camp. I was sold. Uh-huh. I was sold. Uh-huh. I saw him in Alabama. I saw him when he got benched for Tua. I saw him leave Alabama, go to Philadelphia. This is a new person now in Philadelphia, and he's going to be an MVP. He it. almost had it last year, wow. but he's going to get it. This Yo, year.
2: Mahomes, smell, Yo you ma home. smell you later. Yo,
3: Mahomes, smell really? you later. That was really,
2: awesome. Really. Thank, you. That was Thank, awesome. You. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. Way to go, girl. All right, I'm just going to take my time. <laughs> I'm going to take my sweet time. You know why I'm taking my time? Because I'm gonna talk to my friends here at the table. I struggled with this decision. Mm -hmm. I really did. I lost sleep, my MVP for 2023. I had to think, I had to read, I had to study. It wasn't enough. So I had to go to a different place. I had to go deep inside my soul. I had to go into (laughs) the darkness. Because I had to think like this fan base. They've been in the darkness for over 50 years. And their darkness has provided no answers. Only more questions, more pain, more suffering, more ridicule. But the night is darkest before the dawn. And I say to this team, this town, and these people, let there be light! Aaron Rodgers
7: will be the NFL's most valuable
2: player in 2023. Look at it. Breathe it. See it. Will the Jets win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I couldn't say. That's for another day. But remember... There are three steps.
7: Yes, let's go.
2: Three steps to an MVP magic trick. Step number one, the pledge. That's the pure numbers. Mm. He's going to put up numbers. He's got young, talented friends. He's got old friends. He's got a huddle. He's going to put up numbers. Step number two in the MVP magic trick, the turn. The turn is the wins. You come out and you win games. He's going to win games. He has maybe the most talented defense he has ever had. They're going to win games. But step number three is the most important in the MVP magic trick. Step number three is the prestige. The prestige is you have to have a story. Voters like a story, voters like an angle. This guy's got a story. It is a great story, and even better, it's a story that's already been told. The voters have already proven they like this story. Aaron Rodgers is attempting to win his fifth MVP. Number five, that would tie a record. A record he would share with Peyton Manning, Indianapolis Colts, MVP, MVP, MVP. Four-time MVP in Indianapolis. And then, lo and behold, he pulls off the curtain and he switches teams. He switches teams and he gets his fifth MVP. They love it. The old trusted face in the new place. He did it. Rodgers can do it. Rodgers will do it. His huddle is loaded. His body is healthy. His head is clear. And both of his middle fingers are up. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is happy. Best believe Aaron Rodgers is also angry. He wants to win for New York. But if you don't think this guy wants to win for Green Bay, mm. then you have been in the darkness for the last 20 years. I think this man is going to be sensational for the next 20 weeks. Your 2023 MVP, New York Jets quarterback, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Let's go! Hey, let's go up there. Let's go up there. Come on.
3: Let's go up there. Okay. We, got four, we have four jerseys on. That's Kyle. Great. Very good.
2: Thank you. All right, here, nervous. let's go We find Separate a lot
3: of things in the ins, dark, guys. Roger's favorite movie?
4: Christopher Nolan the prestige. Kyle with the lines from the prestige. Michael Kane mm-hmm. taught us about the three steps of a magic trick. Here are MVP picks. <laughs> I know. There they the go. Goal. Line it up. What three
3: quarterbacks and a running back, Peter.
4: I went outside the box, but I gotta tell you, I am floored by the last two performances. Jamie, beautiful lyrics, makes wonderful writing, and wonderful execution. <sighs>
3: mm. Oh man, when you just like when you grew up in East Houston, you know, it like, mm-hmm. he started making trouble in Saban's Hood. It just mm-hmm. was flowing. Saban's Hood, I Sabin's love that Hood. Body, yeah. yeah. He got benched one little, time.
2: Mm-hmm. One little um, time. Something really special would have to happen for your guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be really special. Yeah. I, I've told this story before. I ran into McCaffrey at honors. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the front row. He's sitting there. He's nominated for Comeback Player of the Year. And I go, you know what's funny? You might win this thing. He goes, I never, never win. win. I never win any awards. I won't win tonight. He ended up losing to Geno Smith. Of all people who came back from just being a backup, this could be the award he finally wins. McCaffrey mm-hmm. finished
4: second in the MV uh, second in the Heisman. Yeah. He finished second in NFL Offensive Player of the Year to Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. He finished second when it came to the draft to Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. at running back. Mm-hmm. And he came second in comeback player of the year. I think he becomes give it a turn. the first MVP. Let's the go action Jackson, baby. Leave our MVPs. Let us know.
3: Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, we'll finish out Prediction Week with our picks for Super Bowl 57. The matchup, the champion, Mm. the score. Will the MVPs be involved? Coming up, Sean Payton refuses to hold back when talking about his starting quarterback. Let's go.
0: (laughs) You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better.
8: Broncos fans hoping new head coach Sean Payton can get Russell Wilson back on track after a disappointing year one in a mile high city. Payton has some stinging advice for Wilson if he wants to get back to his winning ways. In an interview with Seth Wickersham from ESPN, Payton saying he told Wilson he needed to focus less on his off the field image saying, quote, Will you bleeping stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office. Peyton calling it like it is. And this is a sentiment, Jamie and guys, that has been shared at the table before in episodes past about Hmm. Russell Wilson, his image and what he's been like off the field. So Sean Peyton calling out his quarterback there.
3: Yes, he just really likes to get after everybody, huh? Make sure they know what oh, he yeah. thinks about them. Sean Payton, thank you, Will <laughs> Peter. You hear, you hear your guy, Sean yeah. Payton, get after Russell Wilson like that. Yeah,
4: that's, that's 100% true. Yeah, when, <laughs> when he got there, I think he said the circus is over, and I think when he says circus, he means personal office, special treatment. Whatever. It's not just Sean Payton, they have a new owner since Russ first got there too. They have a whole new ownership group and they're trying to turn a new page. Look, this was not gonna be warm and fuzzy, Russ, we're gonna you know, make it Team Russ, Russell Inc. It's gonna be Russell Wilson, you're on the Denver Broncos and the Denver Broncos are a franchise that once stood for class, winning, and prestige, and in the last six years hasn't been to the playoffs. Russell Wilson is one of 53 right now, and yes, he's their quarterback one, but he's not going to be treated in any way differently than all the other players, and that's how Sean Payton approaches it. That's how he approached it with Drew Brees, how he's approached it with hundreds of players who have been all pros before him. I will say this. I think Russ has responded well to this. This is some tough love, and I think it's some things that, based on the last 12 months, Russ hadn't heard in the first few months as a Denver Bronco, Mm -hmm. and now I think it's a different approach and he's down 15 pounds, he's going to be more mobile this year, and all that stuff you read, that was from an article that Seth Wickersham wrote that is fantastic, and that all stuff leads up to the season. In the last two months, I think Russell's fully in, and as I Picked yesterday. I'm the only one on the show. Did it. I think the Broncos are a playoff mm-hmm. team. If they're going to do that, Russell Wilson's going to have to play some of the best football of his career. And I think Sean Payton
6: believes he can. See, I'm interested in like you're saying. You think Russ is balled in the whole nine? We don't know yet. The games haven't started, mm-hmm. and I'm intrigued because everything you hear of Russ's time in Seattle, we know Pete Carroll's a kind of a player's coach, all about positivity. I don't know that he's ever been treated this way throughout his entire playing career to have Sean Payton say these things. Then they come out public, so it's not only just like hey, he sit down. We have a conversation. not Mm going to be – these things come out. So I'm more intrigued to see how the season goes. To your point, maybe he he does like it and everything's rolling good. I always say it. This is all hopeful time. Once the games start, throw an interception, don't agree with a play call. What happens if things aren't going right? Mm -hmm. You talked about yesterday, oh, steady. this – you just said for them to make the playoffs has to be rust Stidham, out of the ball. The yes, no there's an injury to rust Yes, it. yes. It has to work. I'm intrigued to see how this tough love and all of these things coming out, this, that, and the third, what does that translate to when adversity hits this season? How strong is the relationship then to continue to figure it out? This is quite a topic. It's loaded. Yeah. There's history on our show with it. What do you want me to
2: say? What do you say? I don't know. My, my thoughts on this are well documented. The head coach, I mean, he's saying you're a politician. Like, you're being a politician. Don't. This season's about to kick off. I don't want to take a a, a lap and everything and try to hit anybody gratuitously. I like that this conversation is being had now. That Mm -hmm. this statement is coming out now. Instead of, well, we're two and four, and, like, things aren't working, and Sean Payton is unhappy, and Sean Payton's not getting along with them. I don't know what this relationship's going to be like. I have no idea. This is just oil and water, though. It feels like. It's Sean Payton's saying, enough of this BS of trying to be nice all the time. Like, you're a quarterback. You're not a politician. At some point in the season, there's going to become a crossroads for Payton and Russ, and it's going to work and they're going to run and they're going to start winning or you're going to start hearing more stuff like this. And it's not going to come from Russ. That's just not how he operates his career, at least not from him personally. It's going to come from teammates. It's going to come from paint, And I hope it doesn't. Because mm-hmm. I love, Peter, when you held up that Broncos logo yesterday. Oh and you good. picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah. Broncos matter. The Broncos, we all grew up on the Broncos. Like, I'd like the Broncos to be winning again and relevant again. They're not going to do it unless the coach and quarterback are simpatico. And I don't know if they are yet. They're probably still feeling each other out because yeah. they're just so wildly different, so different. And we'll see. I'll,
4: I'll say we'll this. See. He didn't take the Broncos job because he wanted to coach Russell Wilson. He took the Broncos job because of that logo. Took that Broncos job because of Denver. He took the Broncos job because of the money. That's mm. real money, like good money.
8: Yeah.
4: And he went there and he went that and did that. And I think Russell Wilson's one of the 53, but he is their quarterback one, and he's going to do everything he can to get him back to where he was a couple mm-hmm. years ago.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm kind of sick of these Sean Payton quotes. I think he, I think it needs to just like let the football play out. Like it, it's a lot. It's it, why aren't these conversations, even if they are happening internally, keep them internal? Of course. I don't get it. It mm. makes no sense. It's an. I feel like enough is enough. And it's one thing to like go outside your building and like talk about Hackett or whatever you don't know him. If I'm Russell Wilson, I'm very. And I know you can't just blame me for everything that happened last year and just like I'm going. To fix you, son. I'm like, but
6: you it, can. If things don't go right, who do you think everybody's gonna point to? And
3: that's fine. You can, publicly, but crown. like, I.
6: But you, you I, I just,
3: I'd be sick of hearing this if I were Russell. No Wilson. doubt about a it. A player in that building. I would almost, just be like, all right, coach, let's just like play. All right. It
6: almost sounds like a defense mechanism up front.
3: Yeah, Where it's
6: like, if it doesn't work out, we're going to say Sean Payton is a mastermind. He's an a offensive genius. If it's not working out, it's because of Russ. Right. See, it was Russ Incorporated. He was kissing He's the saying... babies. It was this, that, and the third. I got to go get my guy. Mm. Survival in the NFL, baby. Mm. Change yeah. always comes. Who survives change? What champion? a topic. We keep just going play. on this. I wanted to bring in a guy that I played with in college. Tennessee Titans. Cleveland Browns. New England Patriots. Four different stops. We've been teammates. He played nine seasons in the NFL. Welcome to our show, wide receiver Kenny Britt. Kenny, what up, Kenny? How
5: you doing? How's everybody doing? Thanks for having me on. Good,
6: Kenny. Good catching up. Hey, how are you doing? What have you been up to? What's new? How's the fam? Talk to us.
5: I've been doing well. Been doing well. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Mostly, I've been at my gym training some of these kids, trying to get, uh, get ready for the next level. I've been training my daughter. She's actually a junior Olympian, so she, she's, she runs track, and she also plays basketball as well.
3: Cool. Kenny, I want you to talk to just me right now. Just me, right here. You and I, buddy. You've
5: <laughs> known Jason
3: in. a long time. You've known Jason McCourty a long time. There must be a yes, story or something. It says what it's like to be friends and teammates with him, but I just want a good, yeah, quality Jason McCourty story.
5: Well, those stories I can't tell on national television. So one day... What? Oh, oh, Go <laughs> to dinner, we'll talk about that. But one okay, day, we'll about uh, J Mac, <laughs> he's been always a good teammate, always been a great friend. Um, regardless if we talk every day or we talk uh, a year or so from now. Uh, he's always the same person, which is really cool. And uh Mack, I want to thank you for being that great friend, and great teammate. Uh, which I mean, I am so blessed to have as a teammate, as a friend. I just want to apologize for bringing you to the Browns that one year, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> you did lie to me on that visit, told me how great it was on day, and it was not great. Hey, they sold me. They sold me. I was, I was sold. I bought in. I bought in on their vision. So. I apologize yep. on that one. We'll have, I owe you a year.
6: We'll have a separate conversation about that 2017 season. We'll, <laughs> we don't have enough time. Well, Kenny, well. What, what was what was Jason
4: like in college, though? We know him now. You got all these stories. You're like, give me the college Jason
5: McCourty yeah. story that maybe either he was cool or maybe he wasn't. What do you got, Kenny? Oh, well, j never changed. He's always been that stand-up guy. <laughs> I mean, even when he's sitting down, he's been a stand-up guy. I mean, he's always been a leader uh, in college, in NFL. NFL. Uh, so, I mean... He's always been, a, a, like I said, a great friend. There's nothing much bad to say about the kid. Not Nothing to say bad about him at all. You know, like I said, J-Mac, I, I appreciate Mine.
6: it, bro. Yeah, he's waiting to hear some terrible yeah. story about me being drunk or That's chasing women in yes. I, had, I was, I was I a consummate one. professional, even in the college ranks. But, KB, since Christmas you retired, too. you've been doing a ton of stuff, and you mentioned your gym. I want you to tell everybody about it, the name, right. where it's located, the kids you're training, and how they can get signed up. Oh,
5: we're, we're in Somerset, New Jersey. Um, it's, it's called KGK elite performance uh, we got the name called uh, uh we started a non- nonprofit a couple of years ago and uh the name of our nonprofit was uh club good kids club with a K and uh we were just I got the idea from my father, actually. And as I always talk about my kids and how the bad they are. And my father always had a saying, the kids are good, all right? They're just misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So that's where we got the name Good Kids from. And uh, they walk around and say, I'm a good kid now. And uh, we're in New Jersey, and uh, our youngest client is 8 years old. We got clients that are 67 years old. We do it here. The funny thing is, I play football. But most of my clients are basketball players and soccer players, which is awesome. I
6: love it. I love it. KGK Elite. Come on now. Training. Keep doing your thing, man. Awesome to have you on. Can't wait to see some of those Appreciate young it. stars coming out of the gym. Good to see you, my guy, Kenny Britt. You, Kenny. You Kenny too. Britt
5: hey. Thanks you for having me on. Everybody have a, have a good morning. Yes, sir. Enjoy. Enjoy it. You i
6: Coming up, the AFC East is loaded with talent this season. But which offense be most explosive? Quarterback play. We'll get into it next.
3: Hard knocks with the Jets comes to an end. The regular season, it means it's about to begin. After all off-season and all the hype that we here built up ourselves, brick by brick, where do the Jets actually stack up in their division? Let's break it all down in this division. I'm going to start with a series of questions. Right. Three minutes on the clock for the three of you, and then I'll make a final ruling. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the quarterbacks. Okay. Those four faces. Who will be the best quarterback mm-hmm. in the AFC East this season? Jason, you begin.
6: This season, I look at this image and love Mac. I don't know if Max in the combo just yet. <laughs> Tua, if he stays healthy, <laughs> I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers is there multiple times MVP. I just love this guy at quarterback. I'm going Josh Allen. The way he plays the game, everything about him, I still think he's on the rise. There's a guy that's jumping over people, running over people, running around people. Then he's just chucking the ball casually 70 yards in the air. I'm all for the Josh Allen. Everything, the drama that built up his relationship with Stephon Diggs, all of those things I think could possibly fuel him this year looking for something to be mad at. So I'm going to go Josh Allen to remain the best quarterback in the AFC East. He's the guy that I'm rolling with. I think it's just his style of play. I absolutely love it. It embodies a, a linebacker type of role mm-hmm. at the quarterback position. We're asked to do all these predictions this week, and, you know, it's really hard making
4: these choices because you got to pick one guy over the other yeah. and one guy over the rest of the league. My mind isn't a pretzel on this one because yeah. I think Josh Allen – is one of the best quarterbacks in the league but I also know Aaron Rodgers at his very best mm. could be the best quarterback to mm-hmm. ever throw a football mm-hmm. when it just comes to the art of it and if we get Rodgers to where he was at those MVP seasons and if we get the version of Rodgers mm. that we saw in the mid-2000s and if we get the version of Rodgers that we, and yet it's still Josh Allen yeah. I think if Josh Allen is on your team you're winning 10 games like there's no way the, the Bills are coming out here and they're going to be a 7-10 season mm-hmm. Josh Allen himself is going here this Jets thing I, I'm worried about the offensive line at times I'm worried that Rodgers is going to be under siege. He's 39 years old. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, though, when you're talking about just one man, put him on the field, like, that's an immediate... Here we go. We're going to lock it. That's the guy. I'm going Allen as the better quarterback this season.
2: I think that a lot of times we hear from people with Buffalo players, media members, everything. It's like the offense is just Josh and Josh and Josh, and then you throw it to yeah. Diggs. But Josh, be superhero. I would love for this year the Buffalo Bills, he's not the superhero. I would love for his numbers uh-huh. to go down. Uh-huh. I would love for his rushing yards to go down, his rushing touchdowns to go down, his passing touchdowns to go down. because it's, over people. It's James Cook. <laughs> it's this guy. It's other people. It's the super friends Mm -hmm. I would you know Buffalo people are so caught up in the MVP who cares about the MVP the the Buffalo Bills mission is not to win an MVP it's to finally win a Super Bowl Mm -hmm. I think they do that with his numbers and his performance going down I look at the bottom right, and I think it's going to be nitroglycerin. I really do. I choose to believe it's the best quarterback I have ever seen. And if you roll your eyes, he's a four-time MVP, and he is back with his guy running his offense. He's got players around him. Statistically, I think Rodgers is going to be massive. I hope Allen's stats are down for the sake of the Bills. I think Mm. they'll be better as a team. I like that.
3: I I was really well sold on Josh Allen. I thought the Bills added offensive weapons plenty this offseason. They solidified a lot of things going on, but you can't negate the best of the best of Aaron Rodgers and if we get that (laughs) even if that's like a taste if we get that in the AFC East, that is going to be something to behold the season. So I'll go with
2: Monday that. night, they play. Monday
3: night, yeah. They play. Who will be a liar from week one of that game? Right. Uh, all right. Which AFC East team do you think will have the best offensive weapons this season, Jason?
6: This was an easy one for me. I didn't have to put much thought into it. I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Tyreek Hill, yeah. Jalen Waddle, the whole the whole nine. I can't yeah. do a backflip. But I think those guys right there have the best weapons in this division. Speed kills. And when you have two guys on the outside that can run the like them. I think about when I was playing the game and we'd go against Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. We would literally put two guys on him every play. Somebody guard him at the line of scrimmage and we would move our safety all the way on the side of the field that Tyreek Hill is on. If you do that against the Miami Dolphins, you still have Jalen Waddle on the other side running a 4-3 coming at you. They added a rookie and Devin H.A., a guy that can run as well. Most are one of the fastest running backs since he's been in the NFL. So I look at this Miami Dolphins offense and the weapons and the speed that they have all over the field. And to me, that's what makes them the difference makers when you look at this division as a whole. Guess what? Again, I'm agreeing with you. I, 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 Great minds think
4: alike. It's a track team. You're talking about a track team right now. And that track team includes maybe the fastest player in the league when he's in the open field and mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, the second fastest player in Jalen Waddell, And I think Mostert is the fastest running back. And all those Amazon numbers of the GPS score and the next-gen stats, they all say it. So you have an absolute track team, and then you add in some of these other pieces, like you mentioned, the big running backs. And look, the Dolphins, as we say every single time we talk about the Dolphins, they could run away with this division. If your guy is under center Mm -hmm. and he plays like he did last year to start that season before the Cincinnati game, this team is going to be the squad in the AFC East. I just don't have the empirical data to say Tua's going 18 weeks and that's going to happen. Weapons-wise...
2: Give me Miami.
8: Hmm.
2: 17th round of my fantasy draft. I read about this guy, and they're like, if you get a chance, grab Devin A. Chain. Mm Is that his name? You mentioned him. They're like, this guy flies. You know what? I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna disclose something. My league is gonna hate this. I'm in the middle of my draft. I texted Jane Slater about Cowboys stuff, (laughs) and I DM'd Cam Wolf about dolphin stuff, and I was like, tell me about this Devin H. He's like, fast as hell, they want to get him on the field. I love it. I drafted him. I had insider sources, and yet I still think it's Buffalo. Peter, you said this attract team to Miami. We got some guys throwing shot put up in Buffalo mm-hmm. and we got some guys throwing the discus uh, we all know the big baller bean as they call them, GM up there. I don't think he set out to draft a tight end, yes. and as I say, bring sand to the beach. They saw in this rookie Dalton Kincaid, Kelsey Potential, mm. and a lot of guys have Kelsey Potential doesn't add up to that. They took a rookie. They have two tight ends. They have digs. Gabe Davis in fantasy drafts going about the 14th round. He's going to have nine or ten touchdowns this year. The James Cook thing, they call him Jimbo. When he plays really well, they call him himbo. Uh, the Buffalo thing is loaded from right to left. I think there's a few superstars in Miami. I think from top to bottom in Buffalo, it's killers. I do.
3: You consider Garrett Wilson, you consider, you know, Hard Knocks no. just tried to sell us on the Jets' he offense did. too, so you want to give them their flowers. Dalvin Cook's arrival was big, but I'm going to go Buffalo as well. I think the James Cook thing is real and the two tight end thing is real. Great wide receivers. Josh Allen is great because we have to consider that as part of the offense. Yes, so
2: We 11. sure uh, do. No uh, love for the New England Patriots. Sorry, Ramondre. Is there a question, and... Jamie, that might get us to land on the Patriots Well,
3: in let's, see. let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see if we have a feel-good question here. Beyond the X's and O's, uh, which uh, uh, team the has the most interesting, no, i kidding, AFC East team has the best story head into the 2020 Is
6: there any question the New England Patriots best story going into the 2020 season? Wow. Sell it, season. Jay. Sell it. Make it make sense. I love it. Bill Belichick has record since Tom Brady has left the team below 500. Yep. Bill Belichick, that's all we talk about. Can he win without Tom Brady? Well, the 2023 story could be this guy just proved you all wrong. Mac Jones, could he be a good quarterback? Is it going to be Bailey Zappi? We have no idea what's going on in New England. Well, what if Bill just has this master plan this is a great story. and the New England Patriots come out and they're one of the best teams in the AFC? That's one hell of a story. And Marshall, we were talking about is RKK, the team owner. He's talking about Bill's on the hot seat? What's going on? Imagine them. We're talking about them the way we have for the past 20 years. That, my friends, is a story that is worth <laughs> telling. That barbershop talk will be sitting yep. around. Good morning, football. We open up the 7 o'clock hour talking yep. about Bill Belichick talk and how he's inching closer to the all-time winning record. That is a great story.
4: Before we get back to the Patriots, after 10 years, can the Jets have one year? (laughs) Can the Jets literally have one year? You said, can you find a imagine imagine if Belichick ruins their world? Can you imagine? Imagine. Oh my gosh. gosh. The Jets Jets haven't had a a hint of joy because of the Patriots for 20 years. Can the Jets have one year? (laughs) Uh -uh. I'm going to say the Jets. The Jets come out there and they really do deliver on these expectations. Do you realize what this New York City market is going to be like? Do you realize how Jets fans are going to feel? It's a feeling of like Right now, this is the happiest Jets fans have been in maybe 10 years because they haven't played, they haven't been disappointed yet, (laughs) and it's all positivity. It's all – Hard Knocks ended with this one-day window before the NFL season starts. Mm. Like, this is the – today, this moment, Jets fans, this is the happiest moment you've had in 20 years. Yeah. This is it. Your team is a Super Bowl contender. Rodgers is your quarterback. It's real. Dalvin Cook wanted to play for the Jets. Yeah. All these different young players seem to be really good guys and are really excellent on the field. It's the Jets, mm. and the denouement or the downfall of all this thing could be after they start two and six, and then eight weeks in, we're saying, "How did this thing happen?" But for now, mm-hmm. if the
6: Jets are good, that's the story yeah, of the year. That'd be a good story if they're not. Mm. Can you imagine? Be a story. I don't <laughs> know if it's a good story. Belichick wins
2: the AFC East this year and destroys the Jets. He's going to be doing what they would do in the Attitude Era and wrestling, <laughs> yeah. you know that thing? Like he's doing that all day. The answer here is the Jets, but for two reasons. Because Peter's going on and on saying, can you imagine the New York market if they win this thing? Can you imagine the New York market if they don't win this thing? (laughs) Or if they fall apart? Or if they're looking at fourth in the AFC East? This is a pure choose-your-own adventure. Mm. Turn to page six or week six or week 12 or page 12. If it goes great, that's an unbelievable story with everything. If it goes terribly, that's an unbelievable story with everybody involved. There's some stories here, sure. The Dolphins would be fun if they won the division out of nowhere. It's the Jets story feast famine just give, give us an a or an f this year just not a c a plus f.
3: we got really nitpicky when we started this segment about like oh it's you know who will be versus the this is the who has the best story right now so peter you, you run me over with your ruling simply by saying they haven't played yet so they have the best story yeah. still because they're so happy and they haven't been disappointed if that is nothing more quintessential than the new york jets i don't know what is yeah, yeah, yeah. they haven't played yet they don't know the answer this is the great. apex right now can only great. go down from here right that was the East. So we've done a couple of divisions it's really fun